0: Welcome to the Abbott Circle Podcast. Respect for Life Sunday, Father Brendan Hankins. One of the most publicized pro-life stories came from a well-known but unlikely source, the late technology guru and founder of Apple Computers, Steve Jobs. In the first chapter of his biography, Jobs' biographer tells the story of how, in 1955, his unwed mother was able to find, quote, a kindly doctor who sheltered unwed mothers, delivered their babies, and quietly arranged closed adoptions. Later in the biography, when Jobs was about 30 years old, his biographer relates how Jobs searched for his natural mother and found her. Jobs was quoted as saying, I wanted to meet my biological mother mostly to see if she was okay and to thank her because I'm glad I didn't end up as an abortion. She was 23 and she went through a lot to have me. Today is designated by the U.S. Bishops as Respect for Life Sunday and the entire month of October as Respect for Life Month. Throughout that month. Our bishops lead and call us to reflect more deeply on the gift of human life, the threats against it, and how we can protect all persons from conception to natural death. Preaching for Life Love and life are bound together. We see this most clearly at the heart of the family, the permanent, faithful, and life-giving love of husband and wife to which Jesus was referring in the Gospel. Quote, "God made the male and female for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh therefore what God has joined together no human being must separate marriage has been called the school of love where husband and wife learn to cherish and make sacrifices for each other" And by accepting children lovingly from God, parents are able to experience the fullness of joy and love. Marriage is directed to both the good of the spouses and, quote, ordered to the procreation and education of children, close quote, whom the Church calls the supreme gift of marriage and its ultimate crown. Gaudium et Spes, 48 and 50. The Church also refers to the family as a sanctuary of life, Evangelium Vitae. At the heart of this sanctuary is fidelity, unwavering loyalty both to those they choose and to those who have been given to them. However, men and women find it increasingly difficult to make permanent commitments to each other, and the bishops see in this shift an enormous danger to helpless members of society. In the Church's document, Evangelium Vitae, the Gospel of Life, it explains that when a people lose confidence in fidelity between husbands and wives, it's an easy leap to imagine that other fidelities, of parents to children and of adult children to their elderly parents, no longer need to be permanent, for better or for worse obligations. When a family lives in fidelity, it's a place of refuge and dignity a place where each member is accepted, respected, and honored precisely because he or she is a person, and if any member is in greater need, the care which he or she receives is all the more intense and attentive, Evangelium Vitae 92. If it becomes each one only for himself or herself, then instead of being the source, school, and standard for fidelity to neighbor— the family can become the scene of its harshest violations. Without the active and vigorous practice of our faith, the indissolubility of marriage and the sacredness of life from conception to natural death become difficult truths to hold on to in today's culture. One theme of the Respect Life program is often expressed by Pope Benedict XVI. Faith opens our eyes to human life in all its grandeur and beauty. He reiterated this insight during a visit to Lebanon. The effectiveness of our commitment to peace depends on our understanding of human life. If we want peace, let us defend life. This approach leads us to reject not only war and terrorism, but every assault on innocent human life on men and women as creatures willed by God, the grandeur and the reason for the existence of each person are found in God alone. The unconditional acknowledgment of the dignity of every human being for each one of us and of the sacredness of human life is linked to the responsibility which we all have before God. We must combine our efforts, then, to develop a sound vision of the human person Without this, it's impossible to build true peace. Cardinal DiNardo, as chairman for the Committee on Pro-Life Activities, stated that these links among faith, the inherent dignity and rights of human beings, and a just and peaceful society were also understood by America's Founding Fathers. As George Washington remarked in his Farewell Address, Let us with caution indulge the supposition that morality can be maintained without religion. Reason and experience both forbid us to expect that national morality can prevail in exclusion of religious principle. However, Cardinal DiNardo also sees positive signs emerging that give reason for hope. Polls show that Americans increasingly identify themselves as pro-life, At the state level, the shift has resulted in the passage of scores of pro-life laws in recent years, no doubt contributing to the steady decline in the number of abortions. The youth who have come of age since Blessed Pope John Paul II inaugurated World Youth Day not only embrace the cause of life, they are actively involved in promoting life through social media and services to those in need. Adult Catholics as well exposed for years to the media's caricatures of Catholic teaching, are often surprised by the wisdom and rightness of those teachings when they are given an opportunity to learn more about them. That is why Respect Life Month and the Year of Faith have been vitally important. During October, Catholics are invited to gain a deeper understanding of the teachings of our faith. We need to live out these teachings more faithfully witness them more radiantly in our actions, and propose them to others in fresh and engaging ways. The Church guarantees that those who commit themselves to living out a Catholic marriage will not be confounded. Though many seek to corrupt and pervert the truth concerning marriage, the family, and the dignity of life at every stage, the Church exhorts parents to be courageous and confident. She acknowledges that, The family is placed at the center of a great struggle between good and evil, between life and death, between love and all that is opposed to love. It is in the midst of this conflict that God wishes to unleash the forces of good through the family. Their love for one another and their faith and hope in God's constant fidelity are powerful weapons and a strong shield against those forces, both material and spiritual which threaten them. Thank you for listening to the Abbott Circle Podcast. Please visit the website for updated content.